Alright, August 7th, back in Pittsburgh, Kansas. That was a crazy trip. Was that I left Tuesday? Yesterday alone, I, what did I drive? I, I did like 1,194 miles in 18 hours and 45 minutes with five stops. Dude, fuck, that's crazy. Wow. It sounds a little different. I'm in the uh, Nissan Cube doing Dash right now. Dash, Uber Eats, and Instacart. So you're gonna hear that AC because this this mug is cranked up and it's a 2009 Nissan Cube. But the AC's system is weird. It won't blow it directly on you, even though I have it set that way. It only blows to the window, which then freezes up the window in this humidity. It makes it like super, lots of condensation accumulates on the window. And so I actually have cardboard wedged into the window uh, to point it at me. <laughs> oh, jank. Shit is jank. Uh, okay, so we're going to go back to the Gibson Shopping Center. I actually need to get something to drink because I really enjoyed that New Hampshire weather. It was nice and chill, but... I, and I love driving. Most people, after driving 1,198 miles in an 18-hour power jump, wouldn't be out driving the following day, but I love driving. Not that aggressively, though. Like, my idea of a really fun drive for the day is, like, six to eight hours with breaks every couple of hours where I can get out and stretch my legs and look at cool stuff like just basic road trip stuff like I it's like I've built my body to be used to that but uh yeah <laughs> I think the only reason honestly that I could do that drive yesterday when I was thinking about it was the fact that because I don't have the helium hotspots or I didn't um for the summer uh, the original plan when I left Amazon at the end of January was that I would decompress for a month to a month and a half from just the insanity of being a manager at that company, but then start working with installs and stuff in the New England area as I got my first four rack hotspots from Calchip, and then I would get my following hotspots in April before I left on a road trip from Nebra and then I would do installs along the way, and then I would be here for the summer and able to like, I would work, you know, as a Uber Eats driver or whatever here and there, you know, four to six hours a day, nothing crazy, and then hang out and see friends. But then none of those hotspots showed up and I was forced to drive and in order to pay the bills, uh, like I had money in the account from leaving Amazon, but I didn't want to just live off of my savings like I don't know what building a business is like and all this other stuff so I just started driving 14 to 16 hours a day to make sure I had enough money to cover and it used to be at the beginning of the summer I would drive 10 to 12 hours but because DoorDash dropped the base pay over the course of the summer it's it stretched out to you know 14 to 16 hours because they just kept lowering the pay that I needed in order to pay my bills. So really frustrating. So on one hand, 
I'm glad I'm going to the St. Louis area. Uh, Uber Eats and Instacart have a more powerful grip there, which is great because like you'll actually get paid fairly. Um, I don't want to say fairly, but you get paid with considerations in mind to what your time is worth and what your mileage is worth on your vehicle. And I think, personally, I think that's more fair. If I were DoorDash, I would say that's unfair. I should be able to give you a static base pay and then pay as little as fucking possible because that's how they make money. So, totally get it. I'm not pissed at DoorDash. I'm just frustrated with the situation. But had it not happened, I would not have been able to pull off that insane drive yesterday, I don't think. Okay, I'm going to pop into Pete's here over by Colton's Steakhouse and grab something to drink. Alright, what is it? August 8th, driving in Pittsburgh, dashing Uber Eatsin. Is that a is that a verb? It's not a verb. Uber eating is, I don't know, Ubering? Is that a thing? Ubering? It's misleading because I'm not actually driving Uber. I'm driving Uber Eats, but whatever. Uh, Instacarting? Is that a thing? Instacarting? Whatever. So I'm driving. Um, lost track of shit yesterday. But I made my numbers. Um, so I've set aside like how much I need to work or how much I need to make in a single day in order to pay for my bills for the month and then I had to push that up uh, because last month I had like a canoe trip so I knew there would be several days where I wasn't working so I had to make extra money last month to pay for that Um, the days that I wouldn't be working the same with this month and then the ad hoc trip and all that other stuff so um, making sure I do the same today and if I can, I'm going to try to earn a little bit extra. Um, be on the left. Okay. Start paying for the move because I know also at the end of the month, I there will be days where I'm not working because I'll be fucking moving. So, uh, gotta gotta figure all that shit out. Um, bills should go down though once I get down there. But I did get, like, a little bit of alarming news. I guess my brother... So he went to visit my mom when she was in the hospital. And then went up to where his wife's husband... Or his his wife's father... God dang, that was weird. His wife's father lives. And they visited. And on their way back, they got pulled over in Illinois for having out-of-state plates. And they were asking them for their papers in regards to vaccination papers and just just the whole everything involved in asking somebody being uh, able and empowered to pull people over and ask them for their papers that is fucking terrifying whether you believe in the shot or not that should be making everybody who hears it shake with fucking fear. And the crazy thing is, I'm not seeing anything in the news about it, but that's what the cops told him. They're allowed to pull people over now without estate plates and ask for papers. That's terrifying.
So I'm gonna have to look up on some wet boards and threads and see if anybody else has had that experience. They could have been using it as an excuse, which by the way, uh, police officers in Illinois, that is a terrible fucking excuse to use if you're trying to uh, mask the fact that maybe you're looking for out-of-state plates because of drugs being run through the state up to Chicago. That, I, you know, whatever. Still don't think that's right, but that is something I know that has been happening for years. But if you're trying to tell people, oh, no, we're looking for people who haven't been vaccinated in our state. Fucking what? Uh, that's a problem. <sighs> so I got to look, do a little bit more research because especially with me having out-of-state plates and I'm going to be working there for the winter that's concerning for me and I may have to shuffle over to the Missouri side where they apparently don't agree with the fucking Nazis on how to approach things uh, if that's the case so a little bit a little bit freaked out by hearing that um, so yeah there's that Past somebody who was pulled over and just a just a random thought uh, when you get pulled over they have to you have to give them your license and all that stuff I think they are able to pull up on their police computer uh, copy like a, a virtual copy of your license like a picture or some shit is there any reason Just ahead, make a right turn on North Joplin Street. why we can't have a digital copy of our license? I mean, make I, a right turn on North Joplin Street. I know if as citizens in our state we're on the blockchain, we could do it. They do it in Estonia. Um, they can just carry their phone, and then if they have forgotten their passport or whatever, it's all in the blockchain. They can just pull it up on their phone hand it to whoever is asking for it and then they can run everything if I were to take a picture of my license and everything and keep it on my phone as a backup since I'm going to work in St. Louis and the crime is higher I don't really want to carry my wallet around with me but I have virtual wallets that I can utilize to do payments at some places One mile proceed straight on South Joplin Street. through things like Google Pay or Samsung Pay um, stuff like that if I needed to some gas stations like Cumberland out in the Northeast you can even attach a card to your account and just pay virtually there so you don't even need to carry a wallet um, I don't know I wonder what the police would do if if you got pulled over which I don't expect to but as an in case and you just said hey I don't carry my license because if I get mugged etc etc here is my phone and it has this is my license they should be able to pull up your driver's license number and verify it right I mean, it makes sense hmm. all right august 9th 
9th, yes. Driving in Pitt again. Next left on the East Avenue. Um, Pittsburgh, by the way, Pittsburgh, Kansas, Pitt. Um, an interesting conversation last night and with a buddy of mine. He's a pilot. And, uh... Continue on East Ford Avenue for three quarters of a mile. They're supposedly requiring that the pilots all get... They're all having to be vaccinated. And then there's, like, some conflicting information because, like... I guess according to the company, 37% of the pilots are vaccinated. According to his pilots' union, 90% are vaccinated. That's a pretty big discrepancy. But the union hasn't done anything about uh, asserting their pilots' rights inside of the business because technically a business can't require you to get uh, a medical procedure. Or I guess it's not a medical procedure, but they can't force you to get a flu shot or an abortion or anything like that. And... It's confusing to me because when he said that, I'm like, oh, I don't, how can they do that? That's, I mean, first of all, isn't the union's job to protect your rights? I mean, if they're, if they're not, then why are they taking your dues? Like, what are they doing with that shit? But then I started thinking about the actual shot itself and I'm like, well, isn't that like, Maybe this is a poor analogy, but with what I have at my disposal, I'm just kind of like, women, you know, you can't force a woman to have an abortion. It's got to be a choice. It's their body. All the, I mean, we've heard that stuff in the news forever, and the court case pretty much decided it. So if that's, if that's the agreement on the court case, then you can't, you can't force somebody to get this shot, because technically that's still a medical thing and it's like the the rationale for getting an abortion that a lot of people use is stuff like um, they're working to prevent crime in the future from children who have broken homes and all this other stuff well if the idea is to keep society safe by giving people a choice to do this or not then isn't the same thing applicable with the vaccine because if you force somebody to get the vaccine that doesn't want it it's under the premise that you're doing something that will protect society later I don't know man like I've been weird about the vaccine anyway but I haven't begrudged anybody for getting it or not getting it because you know, none of us are really doctors. We can listen to what the news says, but like I have friends who are nurses and doctors, and well, some of them not anymore because they left. Their hospitals required them to get the the vaccine, and so rather than get it, a couple left, which then created a shortage of doctors and nurses across the country. Because I'm sure it's not just. A couple of my friends I'm sure there's a lot more people who have made the same decision and the reason that they chose as doctors and nurses not to get the shot was because when it was brought to them they wouldn't provide information or details about 
the testing or the, the was it peer-reviewed science or they wouldn't talk about potential side effects they wouldn't talk about how long studies were done they were just supposed to sell it to the uh, patients but they're doctors and nurses they're not salesmen they shouldn't be put in a position to talk to something that they've been provided no information about so a couple went along with it and a couple didn't and I you know I can't really say what I think about that one way or the other because I'm not a doctor but if if like I'm I'm not medically trained so I can't know if all the stuff that I hear about the vaccine good or bad is correct but if the people who do understand that stuff are not being provided the information or don't feel comfortable with it that leaves me in a place like I throw that in my brain computer and it pulls up an error because like that shouldn't be anything like that when they get the flu vaccinations every year they're provided information and details to help with frequently asked questions that they're bound to receive from patients why would they not do that with the vaccine that's weird but you know okay um I don't know. There's just so much going on with that, but talking about the union and pilots and forced vaccinations and is the vaccine good or not? I mean, if you can still get COVID after you've gotten the vaccine and all it does is mask mask the symptoms, then it doesn't actually stop the spread of COVID. Well, then the the premise of having to get it to protect society is also false. So I don't, again, it draws a logic error. Like, if it's supposed to prevent getting COVID, okay, one thing. But if it's just masking the symptoms and not preventing carriers from spreading it, well, that's, you know, that's another huge error in the entire logic of everything to do with with everything I just talked about. Like... It doesn't do what people think it does. It doesn't stop the spread. It's being forced, so they're taking away a personal right. It's a medical procedure. They're not providing information to the doctors. Unions are going along with it. It's just like, what is going on? Like, there, I don't know. There are a lot of errors with this entire equation. I, I just kind of baffled and I just thought I'd relay because I don't know maybe somebody else has come across the same thing like I I would I'd say I'd like to understand but frankly I've already made the decision not to get it for myself and like what I've done is I've minimized my interactions with people I wear a mask you know I take those precautions and it seems to be working for me, so I'm going to continue to do that. I, I don't. I'm not one of those people who's like, ah, oh, you shouldn't get the vaccine. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just know that the fact that I don't know is enough for me to stay out of the argument. But God, it raises some questions. Add to that what just happened with my brother getting pulled over and asked for his papers. Like, 
what how are the police involved in this like that's uncomfortable I don't know man it paints a pretty dark picture I'm not super thrilled by what I'm seeing happening I mean, all we need now is for neighbors to start tattling on each other. It'll be the fucking Weimar, Weimar Republic. Like, that's just terrifying. And I know it's, like, totally hyperbolic to, like, jump to Nazi Germany. But, like, unlike most situations where people are just trying to win an argument and jump to the worst possible analogy, like, that literally, tattling on your neighbors, getting papers, those are things that actually happened in Nazi Germany prior to the full rise and it's like that's terrifying and we should all be terrified by that take take a step back take a breath you know it's like I don't know really scary shit all that other stuff aside in regards to the vaccine and whatnot, I there's still some other stuff that led me to be wary in the beginning because we found out about it in you know February March of 2020 the COVID-19 really it started to like take hold then and then we had a quote-unquote vaccine right about election time that's weird and then we find out that they had them ignore FDA approvals or, or rushed them or whatever. And I'm already weird about the FDA anyway because I understand what the institution is supposed to do, but like my brother's got MS. He's on an experimental medicine. It's not approved by the FDA. It's doing wonderful things for him. So could be that the vaccine's legit, but this is not a movie either in the movies they can just magically come up with a vaccine and cure everybody and i don't want to fall into that group that just oh well i've watched enough movies this must be real like practically speaking a real vaccine takes a lot of time to evaluate test study like possible side effects it's like a years-long process and it follows the scientific method you know, test, repeat, test, change something, test, evaluate variables, test. Then there's peer review, where there's a lot of people who have no skin in the game, have no money coming from the source that's financing. It's, I don't know, there's so many things in there that didn't happen. And so I see all these people putting faith in this Trump vaccine... And I'm just like, I, I guess I just don't trust Trump as much as apparently everybody else does. Which is then even more confusing because they rip him apart, give him no credit for developing the vaccine, give it all to Biden, who had literally nothing to do with anything. But in reality, it's everybody trusting the Trump vaccine. And it, it just, I don't know, it... The problem is I don't have the knowledge to know that it's what exactly is off with everything. Turn right but on I just threw Street, then turn left onto North Walnut Street. 
I just threw a bunch of stuff out there. And collectively, it doesn't add up. And that's a problem that I don't... I don't hear anybody talking about. It's like... They're misrepresenting how many people are in the hospital for COVID. It's mandatory that everybody who goes into the hospital gets a COVID test. That's just something that happens. So, statistically, you can manipulate it to be like everybody in the hospital has COVID. Or if they die while they're in the hospital, well, they had a COVID test, so it must be from COVID, even if it was a heart attack. That's misleading. But then, on top of that, the hospitals that are full aren't full because of COVID. They're full because nurses and doctors left when they were forced to decide whether or not they were going to get the vaccine and chose to leave, which then left more work for the people who stayed. So yeah, they're not going to get to people as fast. And yeah, everybody's forced to get a mandatory COVID test when they go into the hospital for good reason. But that doesn't mean that they're there because of COVID. My mom got the COVID test. She was just there because she had atrial fibrillation problems. Is she going to show up as part of the statistics that she was in the hospital for COVID? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know, man. It's, It's very concerning that the last few years have been very concerning. I'd say, well, more like the last 20 years have been very concerning. But, I don't know, the last few years, even more so. It's like, things were questionable 20 years ago, and just like the pace of things that are questionable just keeps escalating and building on itself every day. And instead of people asking valid questions, questioning authority, questioning... You know, like just being honest with themselves, they're instead treating it like it's a sport and cheering for their team regardless of whether their team is in the wrong. And it shouldn't even be about that, it shouldn't be about politics. This is a medical thing. Like, what is in 1,000 feet? Everything just feels wrong with all of this. Yeah, man. I I don't know. <laughs> it it's uncomfortable. I guess I should close this out. It's April twelfth, and I'm delivering again. <laughs> I'm terrible at this whole podcasting thing. Uh, so yeah, goodbye.